Have you ever wondered about the shape of the planet beneath your feet? If the theories on either side are valid, or if the shape of the matter even matters? This week on In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, we ask, is the Earth flat? In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello, lovely listener, and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but really, you can listen to it anywhere at all. Listeners send in the questions that have been keeping them up at night, and we answer them in a bite-sized format. Have you ever wondered why our hair turns grey? Or why we feel dizzy when we spin around? Or why we yawn? Or if parallel universes exist? Or why we love music so much? If you have, you've come to the right place. We have answered all of those questions. They are ready online for your listening ears and we're just about to answer one more. So step into the shower for another week of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 Are you into your conspiracy theories at all, Taz? Not particularly, but we've all ended up in those YouTube holes at four o'clock in the morning, do you know? I know exactly what you mean. You know, like, starts off by clicking one of those, like, ten most mysterious places on Earth, or, like, ten alien sightings, or anything like that, that are always in the sidebar. And, like, six hours later, you're learning all kinds of, like, absolutely insane theories. Yeah, because I'm quite gullible. So when somebody says, if somebody comes to me with a theory, as wacky as it sounds, I feel obliged to do a little bit of research or watch some sort of a video. Have you any Have you any of your favourites? I have come across some amazing ones. Like, researching this episode, I, ca- I came across some really fantastic ones. Um, latest one is, like, Tupac is Alive and oh, Well yeah, yeah, yeah. in Malaysia. Suge Knight's son actually posted that. Um so yeah, that's. I don't. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. But yeah. Um, it, it, I didn't. I, I knew that there was a theory that he was alive. Didn't know it had anything to do with Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's like a proper conspiracy, which is big and researched. That Paul McCartney died in the sixties. What? Yep. To quote an article on theweek.com, um, Beatlemaniacs point to numerous clues in the band's later albums as proof of this. And the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band album... Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band! They they claim that it's awash with Paul is Dead clues, such as the lyrics to A Day in the Life, which features the line, he blew his mind out in a car, and the recorded phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, which becomes evident only when the song is played backwards. Lennon also mumbled, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, although he later denied there was any hidden meaning in the lyrics, and he was actually saying... Cranberry sauce. Imagine like he went up on trial and he was like, I swear I was just saying cranberry sauce. But seriously, then there's the Abbey Road album cover in which John Lennon, dressed in white, leads a funeral procession across the street. Ringo follows in black as a mourner, which George in jeans representing a gravedigger. Paul McCartney walks out of step with the rest of the band and barefoot as some had it, he would need no shoes in the afterlife. 
my entire world is falling apart. But listen, uh, we're, we're not going to get into that one now. We're going to get, we're, like, there's loads more. Uh, here's some other ones that I found. Meghan Markle is a robot. The Queen of England is a lizard from the moon. Chemtrails are a government conspiracy. Okay, chemtrails. What are chemtrails? Chemtrails yeah. are like the trails that planes leave behind them. Oh, okay. Aliens built Stonehenge. Um, a million and one theories about the pyramids. Area 51, 9-11. The moon landings are fake. Um, in fact, if you want to dive headfirst into conspiracy theories, you should check out our friends over at Those Conspiracy Guys podcast. They go deep into all kinds of theories we recorded with them this week they'll melt your head melt your brain so today we're diving into a theory ourselves and this question has been asked by a lot of listeners over the past year and a half is the earth flat listen i've properly stuck my face into this episode and i think the only fair thing to do is kind of split this into two episodes because we're in a bite-sized format i think we should go for one dedicated to each side of the argument one for why the earth is a lovely ball that we all live on and the other why Earth is, in fact, a Frisbee. A Frisbee? Yeah. So which one are we doing this week? We're starting with the conventional scientific theory that the Earth is a sphere. Okay. Without even thinking of it, I'm going to say that this is the correct side of the argument. So what's up? Oh, listen, I, I would absolutely agree with you. I don't think the world is flat, but this has been a lot of fun. Um, First and foremost, um, it's images from space. You know, you can actually actively follow astronauts who are aboard the International Space Station as we speak, above our heads, who regularly post pictures of the Earth from, and I looked up the orbital height of the ISS, 408 kilometres above our heads. I follow Chris Hadfield. Anyone, any other people that we should check out? Yeah, um, Commander Kelly is the current commander of the International Space Station. Station CDR Kelly. Um, it's super interesting. Like, genuinely, I'm fascinated by space. I love stars. I love spaceships. I love rockets. He's really good to follow. Um yeah, so pictures from space are the first obvious one that jumps to my mind. Okay, so you're saying pictures, but pictures can be faked. I have seen Photoshop pictures of you in a bikini. so Nothing fake about those, eh? <laughs> What's the next proof that the world is fear? I'm, I'm, I'm going to stroke my chin here and play devil's advocate. Right, the moon. Right? The, lump, the lump of cheese. Yeah, the, the, the great lump of astro <laughs> cheese in the sky. Um, Aristotle made an incredible observation which proves the shape of the Earth, and that is uh, during a lunar eclipse, when the orbit of planets places the Earth between the moon and the sun, the shadow that our world casts on the moon is round and not flat. Okay, so so far the evidence is fairly overwhelming, I will say. But mm-hmm. Pythagoras was on to a winner when he called the Earth being round in the 6th century. Yeah. yeah. So go on, what's the, what's the next thought? The next one is, you know, it's pretty big. It's Gravity. What's the song? Defying Gravity. Yeah, it's it's from Wicked, isn't it's it? It's from Wicked, yeah. It's from Wicked, yeah. It's Wicked Man. Wicked Man. So yeah, wicked. of course, Gravity. It actually baffles me that people think this world could be flat because of gravity. Yeah, but you, listen, um, there, there are some very interesting and frankly mental arguments on the other side that we'll talk about next Monday. But yeah, the evident... The, the evidence so far that the world is round is pretty astounding. And gravity is probably the biggest one for me. Explain for our lovely listeners and for me. So the basic thing about mass, I'm just going to kind of give you a crash lesson in physics here, is that mass is attractive. That's uh, why we're mates. Way. Um, the force of attraction, which is gravity, between two objects depends on their mass and the distance between them, right? Yeah. You with me so far? I'm with you. Simply said, gravity will pull toward the center of the mass of the objects, right? Yeah. Now, since a sphere has a consistent shape, like no matter where you stand, you'll have the exact same amount of sphere under you. Like imagine an ant 
walking around on a crystal ball or an orange or a football, right? Yeah. From the insect's point of view, the only indication of movement would be the fact that it's moving or that it's moving its feet. The shape of the surface would not change at all. Because he's, there's, as you said, there's always there's going a to consistent be a amount, consistent, consistent distance or an a, amount of space. There's going to be consistent mass, mass underneath yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. A sphere's center of mass is in its exact center which means gravity will pull anything on the surface of the sphere straight down towards the center of the sphere because okay. there's a consistent amount beneath you at all times. Um, this will occur no matter where on the surface uh, of the object you're located. So then consider a flat plane. The center of mass of a flat plane is also in its center, but its center is the center of a flat plane as opposed to the center of a sphere. Right. So the force of gravity will pull anything on the surface towards the middle of the plane. That yes. means that if you stand on the edge of the plane, gravity will be pulling you sideways towards the plane's middle and not straight down like you would usually experience when you stand on the Earth. Imagine going to another country and dropping something and it flew sideways instead of down. Like That would be havoc. Bingo. Earth is 100% a sphere. That makes perfect sense. The ant example... It makes sense. Makes perfect it, sense. Listen, like the, an, an earth on a lemon with, or like a lemon's probably more oblong. There you go. See, now you, you, this is how conspiracy <laughs> theorists start. This is how conspiracy theories start. But listen, we are an educational podcast. We are informative. We are going to battle this argument, right? Okay. Um, one more thing to point out um, about the earth being a sphere and not a lemon. All right. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is time zones. This is the last point, right? Time zones. Time zones. Yeah. So like, if the time in New York is 12 p.m., right, yeah. the sun is in the middle of the sky. Yes. Then in Beijing, where there's a 12-hour time difference, it's 12 a.m., Yeah. midnight, and the sun is nowhere to be found. And then subsequently at the same time, in Adelaide, Australia, it's like 1.30 a.m., right? Okay. More than 13 hours ahead, right? There, the sunset is long gone, so much so that it's almost time for the sun to come up the next morning. This can only happen if the Earth is round and turning on an axis. Because, you know, that that would allow part of the world to be illuminated and part of it to be in darkness. Now, there is also a theory from Flat Earthers about the sun being a spotlight, but we'll talk about that next week. It's it's mental. Well, there you, well, there you are now. Yeah, the evidence is pretty clear, but because we are fair on In the Shower, as we've mentioned, we'll give equal representation to each side of the argument and come to a conclusion next week. These are facts that we've looked at on whether the Earth is flat. We'll be looking at it next week. Yeah. (laughs) I hope this has sorted some of the confusion that people have had. So this episode, we are giving the facts on why the Earth is round. Yes. Next week, we're going to tackle why the Earth is flat. Or why why certain people think the Earth is flat. Why the Earth is flat. I don't know. Ever since the ant and the lemon, I'm rethinking everything. It's not a lemon, Taz. It's maybe a passion fruit. A passion fruit. A passion fruit. Any uh, any earth facts to end the episode for us? Do you know what? Actually, after the whole lemon debacle, this fact is more relevant than any. And that's that earth is not a perfect sphere. I knew it. <laughs> and as the earth spins, gravity points towards the centre of our planet, right? Um, assuming for explanation's sake that the, the earth is a perfect sphere and that gravity applies to it in that way. Um, and centrifuge pushes that middle outwards a little bit. But since the gravity's opposing force acts on the, on the perpendicular axis of the Earth, and Earth's axis is tilted, centrifugal force at the equator is not equal, um, is not exactly opposed to gravity, if, if that kind of makes sense. 
This imbalance adds up at the equator, but the gravity pushes extra masses of water into the Earth into a bulge or a spare tire around the planet. Which makes me very happy because it means Mother Nature is rocking a six spare tire as well. Which honestly, Mother, and Mother Nature, Nature Mother Nature is beautiful. Come, yeah. here, come here, explain that to me really, really quickly. So there's a tire, a bulge around the centre. Why exactly? Uh, because centrifuge and gravity are going against each other. And basically the Earth is spinning one way, but it's on an axis. So it's not a perfect centrifugal force, which is pushing mass and water more out around the middle. So actually... Can you give me an example of this in fruit terms or in how... how like I'm, I'm, I'm finding this hard to understand. So I'm, imagine you got an orange yeah. and slightly compressed it into a more lemon-like shape. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want another fact? Yes. <laughs> What's the tallest mountain in the world? Everest. There's actually a tie. Ah. Yeah. Um, so either Mount Everest or Mauna Kea. Mauna Kea. So the summit of Mount Everest is higher above sea level than the summit of any other mountain, right? Yeah. Extending some 29,029 feet, which is 8,848 meters, which is mental. It's almost nine kilometers in the sky. Like you ran a 10K recently. Imagine running that far directly up. I also love that we say, we keep saying I ran a 10K recently. Like it was months and months ago, but I'm still, I'm still <laughs> cashing in on that 10K. <laughs> However, um, so when you measure its true base to a summit, right? Yeah. Mauna Kea takes the prize measuring over 56,000 feet. What? Mm-hmm. So, according to uh, the USGS, who kind of take account of the height of all the mountains, um, here are some of Mauna Kea's detailed measurements, right? Because we're going from true base, like the actual bottom, right? The high point is uh, 13,680 feet above sea level, but then the flanks of Mauna Loa continue another 16,400 feet below sea level to the seafloor. And the volcano's central portion has depressed the seafloor another 26,000 feet in the shape of an inverted cone reflecting the profile of the volcano above it. So, if we want to go by true base, there you go. It's not Mount Mount Everest, it's Mount Ikea, almost twice its size. But if you want to climb that, you have to go about about 30,000 feet or 35,000 feet underwater, which is not possible. Not not possible. Okay, so there we have it. So, just to round up, next week before we tackle if if the Earth is in fact flat, Give me why the Earth is round. Uh, the Earth is round for many, 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 many reasons. Um, to kind of to kind of refresh very, very quickly, the Earth has been observed as round from space, uh, rotating, and you can see pictures of that that astronauts have pointed. Um, obviously, pictures can be faced, faked. So going a little bit further, um, the Earth casts a circular shadow on the Moon in the case of a lunar eclipse. Yeah. Um, gravity would indicate that it is a sphere because it is a consistent shape and gravity pulls things to the centre of the sphere. Um, And then we are also talking about time zones and the fact that the Earth rotates on an axis and at any given time, part of the Earth is dark and part of the Earth is light. I am going to spend the next week thinking of theories on why the how the Earth can be flat and yet cast around shadow, how the Earth can be flat and yet have time zones, See, this how is, the Earth can be flat. People and yet, have thought about this and they have done the physics. I cannot wait to hear the physics. Are you ju- going to bring it next week? I'm going to bring it next week. I'm going to bring the flat Earth noise and we are going to come to a conclusion. But genuinely, listeners, message us about this. We would love to hear your theories. If you're an actual flat earther, message us. Tell us your buzz. Tell us your thing. Because, listen, there's a lot of schools of thought about this, and we would love to hear you.
In the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 Well, there you have it. There you have it. As I said, I'm very, very excited to find out all your facts and theories and why the Earth could, in fact, be flat next week. Uh, I wouldn't say they're my facts and theories, but they are definitely someone's. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In The Show with Taz and Marcus. If you are new to the podcast, then as I said at the beginning, we have a whole host of episodes, over 70 questions that you can listen to whenever you want on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Questions about anything and everything that will make you a more interesting dinner party guest. The biggest way that podcasts get bigger is through word of mouth. So if you like what we do, uh, talk about us on social media, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your granny, put up giant billboards in your city, whatever. Just, yeah, we love you and we hope that you love us as well. If you do love us and like what we're doing, then we would adore for you to get in touch with us. You listeners are invisible to us. So when people get in touch, it really, really does make our weeks when we can see people and we can hear that they're enjoying the podcast. And of course, if you can send in pictures of any of your animals, we would love that also. It couldn't be easier to get in touch with us. If you're online, look up In The Shower With Taz and Marcus on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at In The Shower Pod. If you want to say hi, or if you in fact have a question that you would like us to tackle on In The Shower with Taz and Marcus, you can send us an email to intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. Couple of thank yous to wrap up the episode. Thank you to Alan and Paddy in the Headstuff Podcast Network. Next up, thank you so much, Flo Robinson, for our cover art. Thank you to the musical genius Dave Gertzman for creating not one, but both of our theme songs. And finally, thank you so much to you, the listener, for dedicating your lovely, squishy ears to us for the last 15 or so minutes. You look beautiful today. You're going to have a great week. You're a great person and we love you. You smell good. (laughs) Next week's episode, as it was mentioned in this episode, is the counter-argument to why the Earth is round. Is the Earth flat? That episode will be ready next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime... Keep scrubbing. In the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 In the shower with Taz and Marcus.